And remember that your business is also like, a, especially as a woman, it's a work of art. It is, it is a flow and you want to be in a flow state with your business because that makes it a lot easier. So when you're in a flow state in your life and in your sexual life, you're also going to be a flow state in your business. I love Q&As because I can just riff and talk about whatever you guys need to hear. So this is your time to basically pick my fucking brain. So I think you should use it to your advantage. I am recording this as a podcast as well, but the sound looks like it's probably going to be crap at the beginning because the control level was really bad. (laughs) Um, All right, let's jump in. Anything and everything that you guys have question-wise, please leave it below. You can leave it as a comment or in the question box, doesn't matter. Okay, what questions would you ask yourself change if you uh, change if you're currently in a sales call slump? What questions would you ask? Okay, if you're doing sales calls, and I used to do sales calls, is you have, thanks Nick, um, is that you, when you're doing sales calls, they need to feel fun and they need to feel for you as well. Like, do I want to work with this person? So whilst a sales call is an amazing or a discovery call or whatever you want to call it, it's an amazing opportunity for them to also make sure that they want to work with you and for you to make sure that you want to work with them. You also want to make sure that you're asking questions, not that someone else has just told you to ask, but asking questions that you want to know about your clients, right? Like what makes you excited to work with a client? What what things do you want to know about a client? So for example, like when I'm taking on one-on-one clients, I'm like, if you don't have a fucking puzzle for me to solve with your trauma, I'm like not as interested because I am like, give me a case that no one can solve and I will solve it. That is how I like my one-on-one clients to be. Um, I like my business one-on-one clients to be like, I've tried everything or like, you know, I'm feeling so fucking stuck and I don't know what it is. I'm really self-aware. I've done work on myself and I can't figure it out. I'm like, I will figure it out. Um, so whatever makes you excited to have a client, you want to make sure that you're asking questions that allow you to discover that in the sales call and also make sure that it's not just salesy, like it's an opportunity for them to self-discover, keyword, make sure it's an opportunity for them to self-discover whether this is the right container for them, make sure it's an opportunity for them to self-discover why they want to do this work and like what's holding them back. They're really good things as well. Like that sales call can also be really eye-opening for them if you create it in that kind of way, if that makes sense. Um, I'm in a job. Let me just make sure I'm not. Okay, cool. I'm in a job that's not my future and takes so much of my energy day to day. So how do I find what I should do next so I can make those steps to step to step into my next job? Okay, first thing I want to say is that for any of you that are in your job that you're fu- that you fucking hate, but it is financing your side hustle, which you want to be a full time job. I want you to remember that fucking job that you have is important. And as much as you hate it, you have to go in with gratefulness of this is the fucking bank. Like this job that you have is financing your dream job. I had fucking jobs that I absolutely hated. I started my business whilst working other jobs, right? And I had to remind myself that these other jobs were the thing allowing me to create my dream job, if that makes sense. So don't lose sight of that because a lot of people are so easy to just like 
shame their like their the other job they have or their corporate job or whatever that's bringing in the money and I'm like no that job can provide a lot of safety and security to your nervous system which is allowing you to actually stay in the creative flow to then build your dream job or your dream business versus if you're fucking stressed about money you're just going to go into this contractive state and fucking you ain't going to get shit done and your business isn't going to grow so that is like everyone's different but I just want to say that for anyone that needs to hear that And then also for how do I find what I should do next so I can make those next steps steps in my next job. If you don't know what the next steps are, um, you need to allow yourself to have, you need to give yourself permission to follow the little like breadcrumbs that are put in front of you. It could be like going to a networking event. It could be like you get this urge to like write a blog post on something or read a certain book. Every, for all those those next steps looks different for everyone. And um, Loretta, I don't know what your uh, like dream business is or your next job is, so I can't give you specifics. But I I want us to all remember that those next steps don't need to be like these huge fucking things. The next steps could be really really small things like going to a networking event or something that actually gives you a whole pile of creativity that therefore kind of propels you for it forward. If that makes sense. You're welcome. Um, I've noticed that when I'm unintentionally, that when I unintentionally don't put attention on my business, it thrives on a whole other level. (laughs) How can I help my business thrive without pressure, but done with intention? Okay. So you've, so basically we figured out for you, Katie, that when you're not putting a lot of pressure on your business, it thrives. When you put pressure on your business, it contracts. It's kind of what I was saying before, but it's probably related to you not feeling like I have to, like if there's, if there's like scarcity in your energy, it creates a, um, like stress response in your nervous system, which causes there to be a lack of like creative flow. So if you're not putting pressure on your business, you're going to be more in a creative flow. And then as soon as you put pressure on yourself, you're actually going to feel stumped by things. And so that's where like leaning into the trust and knowing of like, I want this, it's going to happen. And I'm going to respond to the things put in front of me rather than feeling like I have to, um, like, you know, do a million things each day, but, you know, trying not have any pressure about it and make sure that what you're doing each day for your business feels good as well. That's really important because you can do things without pressure. Like I do my business every day, but I don't put pressure on it. It's like, I want to do this. I need to do this day-to-day admin things. And there's no pressure on it because at the end of the day, like if we were to say pressure is clients joining, at the end of the day, if a client doesn't want to fucking join and they want to stay where they're at, like I can't fucking force them because they're not going to get any results if they're pushed into something and they don't want to do it. They have to want more for themselves. If someone wants more for themselves, they're going to get the results. I don't want a client that doesn't want more for themselves because they're going to reject everything that I, all the modalities anyway that I do with them and they're not going to go deep enough into it. So they're not going to get the results. And then I hate it because I just want my clients to get results. So if they're going to repel that, then it actually makes me feel really shit and I don't like it. So I don't take clients that aren't ready. I've told clients before, like, no, not in just like, no, but you know, I essentially have told clients no, because if they're not ready, then like, it's going to make my job really hard. And I don't want that weight on me because I care so much, if that makes sense. Um, was literally about to ask a question, but you just answered everything and I was thinking of, oh, beautiful. Love it. Uh, okay. Next question. I'm just going into the boxes. Okay. 
I haven't started a business yet, but plan to me. Do you recommend I do Baba or Queen Alchemy? Um, if you want business awareness, I would do Baba. I've had a few people do Baba before, ladies, that didn't know what they wanted their business to be. And then either they figured it out in Baba or Baba like ignited them realizing what they wanted to do that allowed them to start to get on that path. I've had people DM me and then like a year later, they redid Baba and it's like, thank God they did it that first time, not really knowing because it gave them so much awareness about things. And then when they fully started their business, then they went back and redid it and doing it like that second time, it was actually like it solidified it more because they'd already like touched the surface on things the first time. I can't remember exactly who it was, but I think it was like two rounds ago and that happened with one of the girls so if that helps at all um I would definitely recommend like joining Baba ahead of time because one there is so much content and two then you could actually do all the content with no pressure so you can absorb it all because you're not putting pressure on yourself so that when you start your actual business in the middle of the year for example you already kind of have touched on a bunch of subjects so you know where to go and then you can redo it because you keep it forever anyway so I would recommend um, doing Baba because you're actually going to probably benefit way more, way more, especially when it comes to business stuff. Can you take us through your ideal daily routine that sets you up for an amazing feminine flow work day? I don't have a morning routine. I don't have a morning routine. It changes every day. Yesterday and today have been kind of mental. So today was a little bit frantic in the morning and, um, like in an ideal world, it'd be like fucking breakfast in bed, sex in the morning, Pilates, you know, breakfast together, reading, meditation. Like it would just be like fucking flow, like all morning, have a fucking bath, go to the pool. Like that's what it would be like in the morning if that was like my ideal day. So that's not going to happen every day, obviously. Um, every day changes, my morning routine changes. The one thing that I do stick to most of the time is I wake up, I have green tea and I meditate on the sofa, maybe do a little bit of journal, journaling or a bit of manifestation track, um, a bit of visualization. And then hundred percent without a doubt, if I, unless I can't do it for some reason, I do Pilates every morning. Um, and then some kind of like stretching, getting into my body, essential movement afterwards most of the time. Um, and then Pilates in, in and of itself is like getting into your body and like really good connection practice, if that makes sense. But sometimes I don't get to do Pilates if I'm traveling or if I'm running an event, but ideally every morning I like to do Pilates and I feel the difference in my mental state when I don't do it. Can you riff a bit on sexual energy and how it affects your business? Yes, I absolutely can. Okay. So your sexual energy is the same frequency and energy of your creative energy and your life force energy. So if you're in a fucking slump and you've got no life force energy, which is like, I'm energized today, I'm tired today, that's life force energy. And then if you also have, uh, if you're stuck creatively, there's going to be a link to your sexual energy. When you are, when you feel safe in your sexual energy, when you feel expressed in your sexual energy and your feminine energy and you embrace that side of yourself, it helps with your creative flow and it also helps with the, with your life force energy and that flow of life which then allows you to get the inspiration and the downloads and the hits of things to do in your business to then help make more money and help get more clients, have more impact, X, Y, and Z, call things in. So I will very often just like have this random idea of like, oh, I can't do this. And then I'll write it down and I'll do it. And it goes really, really, really well. And 
it's because it's these like random hits of things that I get. And that's because I'm in this creative flow and I have a lot of life force energy. So I continuously am getting ideas, inspiration, um, and like being in that flow. And remember that your business is also like, a, especially as a woman, it's a work of art. It is, it is a flow and you want to be in a flow state with your business because that makes it a lot easier. So when you're in a flow state in your life and in your sexual life, you're also going to be a flow state in your business. Like let's remember ladies, if you don't know this and gentlemen, but women and really everybody, but specifically women, we are so interconnected and we cannot separate our business and ourselves. Like we are our business. Um, so what's really important to understand is that then obviously if in your life you don't feel in flow, turned on, creative, happy, blah, 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 that is going to show up in your business. And if you don't feel like you have a flow in your business, it's going to drain you in your life. So the two basically work together one and, and they both, oops, they both affect each other. If that makes sense. Was there a point in your life where you felt no love for yourself and didn't know how anyone could love you, how long did it take to grow out of that thought process? Point in your life where you found no love for yourself. I would say that after my ski accident, I I had this weird thing where I was so grateful to be able to like walk. Oh, actually, this is like way after my ski accident when I was learning to walk again. I was grateful no, this is after I learned to walk again. I was on crutches still and with like a leg brace. I was grateful that I could like, I remember being grateful that I could like take myself to the bathroom and get my own glass of water. If you don't know my story, I was like in a wheelchair for a while. Anyway, and um, after my ski accident, and I remember being grateful about those things. But then at the same time, I would get so frustrated and hate my body because it wasn't working the way that I wanted it to be. It wasn't bouncing back the way that I wanted it to bounce back. And that definitely reduced my love for my physical body. But at the exact same time, I had this like guilt for hating my body and being frustrated with it because it kept me alive and I still had two legs. Um, so because if, if I, the way I did my ski accident, if it happened on the other side of my leg, they would have had to amputate my leg. So anyway, long story short, that will be that. But I also have always had a very strong sense of if someone doesn't like me, not my fucking problem. Um, so I've, I definitely have struggled a lot with like previously to like doing all this work. This is like years ago, obviously I haven't had this in years of feelings of like having to prove myself or insecurity or like wanting validation from people when I was younger, especially men, which is why I'm really passionate about healing our relationships with men because I projected all of that onto men. Like they were the devil. Um, but actually it was just me and my own shit, but yeah, that's kind of answering that question. I feel like. Um, okay, next question is uh, I had a great I had a great money month in business in March and now I'm feeling like I'm going to be disappointed and that was a one-time thing. Do I just sit with that fear? Yeah, you can just sit with that fear and be okay with it. Because the thing with fears is that if you let them drive you, they will drive you. But if you welcome the fear and if you're like, all right, show me, I don't give a fuck. You don't become as afraid of it. Like when you're trying to avoid a fear, you really make it a big thing. But if you are like, you know what? I would be okay if that happened. Then it takes away a lot of that really heavy charge around that fear, if that makes sense. Also, try and make that money month your new normal. Like no big deal. You've done it once. No big fucking deal. will happen next month. Sometimes we make the amount of money that we want like a really big fucking deal so it doesn't happen because it feels far-fetched. Make it no big fucking deal. Simple. Done. 
Um, okay. How do you work through visceral anxiety rework when I do everything seems to be going fine? So no idea where the anxiety is coming from. Yoga meditation isn't helping. Yeah, it's not helping. Um, this is something where queen alchemy is what you absolutely need to go to, or like we do it in Baba, um, depending on like whatever you need and what your job is. But when it comes to anxiety for any of you that have struggled with anxiety, like fucking meditation doesn't help. It helps when you're in the meditation. Then when you come out of it, you feel anxious again. So all of that, like how to, and the work that we do around clearing anxiety, you probably read the testimonials from Queen Alchemy, is in Queen Alchemy. I've had more women than I can count have anxiety forever, gone to every therapist, tried everything, and it's gone, poof, done. Um, so that would be a Queen Alchemy thing that I would definitely recommend checking out. Or send me a message if you um, if you want to join Baba but need that fix because we'll do it in Baba. Tips on powering through course creation, struggling to just get in and get it done, feeling overwhelmed by the enormity of the project. Yes. Okay. So when I like refilmed majority of Baba, I was living in London at the time, I blocked out my calendar and it was just the masculine discipline of like, we're getting it fucking done this week. There isn't a choice. There isn't a, oh, how do I feel this morning? It was a, this is happening. And once I start, once I get into the vibes, I will feel good. I knew that. I knew I had to get into the vibes. I knew I had to block time out in my calendar because filming shit is fucking draining to talk in a camera. Um, then I also would like make the outline, um, of like what I want to talk about. And sometimes what's really good for your brain. I even do this with my to-do list. Like what I do for my brain is when I have a lot of things to do, I will write down like how long it probably takes because then I, when I break it down, I'm like, Oh, this will take me like 20 minutes. This is fine. Versus when I see five things, it's like, Whoa. But if I see five things that take five minutes each, then I'm like, oh, this is going to be fine. I'll whiz through this, for example. So I'd also put down like allocated time, like not time slots per se, in case you start to go over time, you don't want to feel stressed out of like, oh my God, I'm not on schedule. But instead just being like, this will take me like 15 minutes. This one will take me 20 minutes. And then when you look at like, okay, I'm going to record these four modules for the day. You're like, oh, it's two hours or whatever it is. And then also when I, what, I, what I did for when I re-recorded Baba is I also just made an outline of everything I wanted to talk about. And I did that before the filming. I think I managed it like a month before the filming. So I had plenty of time to go back and add things as they popped up into my head. And then I always allow myself to just add to my courses as new things pop up. It's not the end of the world. If you want to add more to the program later, you just film another module and add more things in. Like I've done that for every one of my courses and programs. I just add more in when new things come. Simple. And then the girls that have, and all the girls and the guys that have like bought it previously when there was less in it and it was less of an investment, like lucky them. That's the bonus of like joining one of my programs earlier. You get more. Is throat chakra clearing or finding my voice at Baba or Queen Alchemy or both? We do it in both, Molly. Um, just differently. So in Baba, all the trauma work that we do is like business focused, as in when we're doing throat chakra stuff, it will help with your personal life. The way that I focus the modality is business, but it doesn't mean that it won't also benefit and clear your throat chakra for personal life stuff. It's just that the way that we practice it and the way that we do the modality is around business things. Um, but then it will also help the personal things too. So if you need that Businessy focus, Baba. If you don't need business focus, you just need personal focus, then just do Queen Alchemy. Um, is it better to take action than do mindset work, nervous system soothing, etc.? Example, quit corporate job, take the chance and risk, then calm myself. Okay. So basically this person is asking, just is it better to just take the fucking leap and then calm yourself down afterwards? Or is it better to like calm yourself and then take the leap? Is kind of what they're saying. 
I would honestly say both, <laughs> to be honest. Like a lot of people's trauma, depending on your personality type, will inhibit you from taking that leap. So you need to then do the somatic work prior to taking a leap. If you can take the fucking leap, then take the fucking leap and then do the somatic work after as well. Sometimes what you need to hold on to is the knowing and the energy of I've got me. I'm not going to let myself down. I'm going to fully show up X, Y, and Z. Then take the leap. When you feel nervous, then you see yourself afterwards. Honestly, it's kind of both. It depends on the situation. Depends on the person. Depends on the situation that they are doing it for. Whatever feels best for you, roll with it. Um, Sorry, it's just like a very depends on the situation kind of question. How do you let go of clients that seem super into you but then go quiet? Um, how do you let go of men that se- that that uh, seem super into you and then go quiet? You disengage because you are better than that. The end. You don't want someone that doesn't want you. Done. If a client disengages, totally cool. Often they end up coming back around and apologizing, and I'm like, it's cool. You weren't ready. I didn't want you if you weren't ready anyway. Same thing with dating. Also, guys, I was talking to my friend this morning at breakfast. I know that you've been waiting for this dating masterclass. I promise I'm going to do the dating masterclass soon. I, yeah, I promise I'm going to do the dating masterclass soon. I might put a question box up in a little bit with like, and like maybe in a few days or whatever with like what you guys want me to cover. But um, yeah, you guys need it. I know you do. The questions that I get, I'm like, okay, we need this shit. We need to nail it. Because when you understand the combination of like men, women, like understanding your body, somatic awareness, relationships, energy, worthiness. Like when you understand all of that and you embody it and you've got and you and I give you all these tools, you are going to feel so much fucking better about dating. Like I wish I had these tools fucking two years ago. But anyway, now I'm all happy and fine. Um, but anyway, so I need to give these guys th- th- these things to you. So just hang tight on that. It's on my awareness. I have not forgotten about it. I know quite a few of you have DM me being like, is it going to happen? It is happening. It's on the list of things to do. Okay. Thoughts on when you go through big financial success and then everything in life starts to crumble. How do you get the reins back? Okay. A couple things. One, were you even able to hold that level of success? Maybe, maybe not. Your nervous system probably wasn't calibrated to it. Second thing is um, think of like the tower card on the in the tarot deck. Sometimes things need to crumble in order to be rebuilt. Another thing is that when you have a massive quantum leap like that, you as a person completely shift. So therefore your life is going to also shift to align with the new version of yourself if you're holding yourself to that new version of yourself and not letting yourself drop and like self-sabotage. Those are a few things to um, think about. Okay, answered that one. Okay, here we go. I've been wanting to post more on social media, but I sometimes have a hard time with expressing myself authentically on social media. I think sometimes it feel from feeling like others will think I'm seeking attention. Yeah, this is really, really, really common. This is why I say that you are your foundation for your business. So if you have this shit, you will not be able to grow a business easily. It will not happen. You will feel stuck. You will feel like the anxiety of showing up or the sales or the money or the show, like the being seen or the getting validation or people or worrying, or worrying about people's judgments. All of those things will creep in if you don't fix you because that is the foundation. This is why with Baba and the trauma calls, we focus on all this stuff. Like the first Zoom call, it's the trauma call, the group one, is like, inner child's healing and trauma healing stuff around like validation worthiness, like whatever has come from your parents 
to ensure that it is not being projected or you aren't trying to grasp it through your business and all that throat chakra clearing and everything is done in the first, there's a bunch of other things, it's done in the first call. So that stuff is clear and free so that it's easy to then show up in your business. Because like, it's so easy to be like consistency in your business or like be on Instagram stories and like speak about whatever you want and be authentic. It's so easy for people to say that. But most people, if they have blocks and wounding and trauma things, and remember that trauma can be really big things and really small things, you know, if you have that, you literally cannot fucking show up. So it's shitty. I really don't like it. It actually like kind of hurts me when coaches are like, just be consistent, just show up. It's like, mm, for most people, you can't just show up if that makes sense. Like they feel like a physical, I can't do that. Like it's physically challenging. And if things are physically challenging every day, fuck your business is going to be a bloody drag. So Baba is where it's at for them. Um, oh, Meg, I'm going to read this out. OMG, Queen Alchemy has changed the game for me, my business, and personal. Highly recommend. Thank you. Um, okay, Bianca, here's your question. I have a creator account of 25K in the home niche of my hometown that's fun and light. I started taking my own clients. Should I have a separate account for biz stuff and keep mine light and fun? This is totally up to you. Like, If you're taking business clients and it relates to your like online social media and that creator account, then it's probably best to keep it through that and just start to like tweak a little bit of your content. So like a pillar of your content is now becoming a bit around taking business clients, like taking business coaching clients. Um, because you have such a, if you've got, if you've got that many followers, that is a big audience of people to tap into that could use your help. And maybe down the track, like I've done, you could disperse. Like now we have three, I've got three Instagrams. I've got my Instagram, like this one. I've got my podcast one, which is taking me like fucking two and a half years to get. And then I also have my testimonials one, which is like, whatever. I don't need to go into like the reasons behind them. Point being is you might want to do that down the track. Um, Sometimes trying to manage two accounts is more of a headache than it's really worth, especially in the beginning, if that makes sense. Like your resources and your time, which is valuable, is better put towards things that are going to move the needle a little bit more. And creating another Instagram account probably is going to cause you more of a workload and more of a headache, if anything. Um, what is your current favorite mindset or manifesting practice? I mentioned this in the 2020, I think it was the 2020 episode on my podcast or like one of those beginning of the year ones of creating a video of what you wanted to manifest. Listen to that episode again if you haven't already or re-listen to it if you have already. That really helped with manifesting some things and they manifested very fucking quickly. And then um, I continue to do it. I've been actually really slack so I really need to get back on that. Thank you for the reminder. Um, I'm going to watch that quickly after this. I would say that's become, that's been like a fun new thing of like anchoring in music, seeing all these pictures, being in that high vibe energy. I really enjoyed that. And then also I find like my morning flow after Pilates really helpful for me to get in my body and feel like fucking vibes towards life, which then obviously translate to me bringing my manifestations into like the 3D world very quickly and with a lot of ease. You can message me any other questions if you want to about Baba, your situation, will it be helpful? If you need to like understand something more, whether it's a structure, whatever, please let me know. I'll remind you guys of the structure whilst I'm waiting for questions. Structure is you've got the online portal. Read my latest fucking post, by the way. You've got the online portal of everything that you fucking need to run a business plus things that continuously get added. 
And it is better for a business owner to have a lot of pre-recorded stuff. I explained that in my latest post, so listen to that. Second thing is we have monthly one and a half hour to two hour Zoom healing calls, plus any Q&As, obviously. The healing calls allow for that strong foundation so no blocks are showing up in your business, things get to be easy, flowy, whatever, clearing anything that's you know inhibiting you from having the business that and growth and success and whatever that you want to have. Then you also get an included one-on-one. You can add more if you need to. You need to message me there ASAP so I can tell you whether I can fit you in or not. And then we have our Telegram group where there is plenty of personalized help. So you will not just be like, talking to the other women and me just not fucking being there, you will ask me like, hey, Monica, this is what I'm watching this week. Would love some help on X, Y, Z. And then I will answer your question personal to you. So that's the Telegram group. Um, There is a VIP option. You can look at it on the website page. Um, Please let me know of any questions that you have. Can feminine vibes be clogged due to trauma? Absolutely. Listen to the podcast. There is so much on that. Yes, yes, yes. What podcast did you say we should check out? Um, listen to my episode that I did. I think it was like 2022 was our year or something. I think it was that podcast episode or at least one of the first one or two that I did at the beginning of this year or like very end of last year. I think it was the one that's titled like this is our 2022, this is our year. I'm scared to make decisions that aren't for myself because I'm scared to make the wrong decisions that I don't make. So then I don't make any decisions. Yeah, this is a really common human thing. Let's, let's, let's end on this one. It is a very e- it is easier to make no decisions than make a decision. Let's all let that sink in. It is easier to make no decisions than make a decision. Because if you make no decisions, then you can't blame yourself if things didn't go the way that you planned for them to go. So a couple of things. One, there is no wrong decision. If something feels good, you got to do it. I've made decisions that are quote unquote the wrong decisions, but I've had such amazing things come out of them that I'm like, even though it wasn't what I wanted to get out of the decision, it was actually what I needed to get out of the decision, if that makes sense. It's still what I needed. So remember that. And then the second thing is, is that you have to remember that you trust yourself. So if you're making a decision that it's like, yeah, we're fucking doing this, you trust yourself or you need to, or you should, you trust yourself. And if you trust yourself and you're going to show up for yourself and you're going to make sure that you are being the like the best possible version of yourself, then things won't go downhill. They will go in the direction they are meant to go in. And sometimes to your ego, that can feel like downhill, but they will go in the direction of your higher self, even if it is in the way that you didn't want them to go. So it can look like they're going downhill, but actually they're going uphill. And you can only connect the dots going backwards, not going forwards. So you will only understand why X, Y, Z had to happen in the future. And you'll be like, oh, that makes fucking sense. And that's where the self-trust comes in. Okay. I hope that helps. I really hope that helps. Live event, next live event estimated... I'm actually hoping for August. I know I said I wasn't going to do another one this year, but I'm like, oh, they're, fucking, they're the best. Haven't planned it. Thinking somewhere in America still, obviously, um, but haven't planned it yet, but it is high on the fucking priority list. And I'm going to start looking at some locations and scouting that. So keep your eyes and ears peeled, ladies. Investment will be around the 5K mark for the three days. So keep that in mind. Um as well and I can't fucking wait okay my boyfriend tends to push his masculine approach to business on me I prefer the feminine approach on how to explain to him 
this approach still can work even if it's different from his. I actually pretty sure I go fully into this in one of the modules, Lucy. I don't know if that was you that just tried to buy Baba. Um, and it failed, but I, I don't know if that was yours or another Lucy. I think I actually go into this in one of the modules in Baba um, because I have like the same thing and it's not, they're not wrong for doing that. It's just a completely different way of doing business. So it's the simple thing that I always say when people are giving advice that you don't want of like, I love that you're trying to help me and I'd really like to do this my way. Like I just, I need you to trust me that like this is going to work for me. Simple, simple and listen to the, if you join Baba, there's, I'm pretty sure there's a whole entire section on it, if I remember correctly, because I vividly remember, yes, there is. I can't remember which module it is, but I vividly remember a couple of the girls when I was recording this module live asking about like how to communicate with men. Like, I don't want your way of doing this. Like I, I'm happy to do it my, like, I want to do it my feminine way, if that makes sense. Yay. I can't wait for the next event too. Vibes. Okay. Quick last question. Let's see what it is. Oh, this is what I answered before, Sarah. I'm wanting to start writing more. How do I? I'm I'm wanting to start writing more and blogging. How do I know when content feels authentic to myself and therefore my audience? You know what feels authentic to yourself. If you don't know what feels authentic to yourself, re-listen to this afterwards. And probably about ten minutes ago, I was I was answering a similar question, and I was talking about how like you are the foundation of your business. And so if you haven't cleared your shit, and therefore you're not a clear vessel, your business is going to be a hot fucking mess. So for you, if you're like, I don't know what's authentic to me, and I don't know what who I am and like how to show up authentically, you don't know you. Like you have shit that you need to do on yourself which is why I'm so big and passionate on saying to you guys, like someone telling you, just do this, just show up, is that means jack fucking shit if you don't have a strong foundation. That's why with Baba, I'm like, we have to include the fucking trauma and healing work if you want your business to be easier and for it to feel fucking good. Otherwise, good luck to you, essentially. Okay, ladies, I have to go. Lovely doing this with you all. I love doing lives really working on doing more of them again. I know I used to do heaps of them, but the seasons are changing. I'm in a new season of life and it's fucking amazing. So time is, I have a bit of less, I have a little bit of less time. That makes no fucking sense. I have slightly less time, which I'm really happy about for good reasons. So I will let you know when I do my next Instagram live, maybe sometime next week, but I'm glad that you guys could all join this and jump on and ask questions and we could all be in the energy together. Um, I will put this recording up after the call when it goes. Um, and yeah, thank you all for joining. I appreciate you all too. And if you have any other questions about any any of the programs, what you need, if you don't even know what you need from me, just send me your case essentially, and I will tell you what you need. I love when I love when you guys do that. You're like, here's all my problems. What do I need? And I break it down for you. I love it. I'm like, okay, let me solve the let me solve the puzzle for you. So there is something for everyone. Just send me a message because um, I really want to help you. Have a good day, everybody. Bye.